The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hi everyone, I'm back with Lorenzo and this week our attention turns to China and specifically the Chinese corporate bond market. Lorenzo, over to you. Hello, Mike. Um, Thanks for having me this week. And uh, yes, uh, I thought we could uh, talk a little bit about the Chinese corporate bond market, and in particular about the higher risk part of that universe, um, the part called usually high yield or sometimes even junk bonds. Um, This is the part of the market that markets and also um, credit rating agencies um, perceive to be higher risk closer maybe to a default or definitely um, higher volatility than the investment grade parts of the market. This is companies that have um, high repayments to do and perhaps they don't have enough cash to make them or are struggling financially um, at least. And um, it's called high yield because obviously those bonds typically offer a higher yield uh, than their investment grade peers in order to compensate uh, investors for the higher uh, risk they're bearing with those investments. And um, the Chinese high yield market, um, as often in the last few years, uh, yielded something in the five to 10% range, um, depending on market conditions. But we've seen in recent weeks, uh, the yield on these um, uh, broad market index has gone up to about 20%, even 25% at some point. Um, indicating the spiraling cost of borrowing for those um, uh, low-grade uh, Chinese companies, and uh, you know this uh, started um, as a confidence crisis around uh, the Chinese property market, uh, which is about a half um, of uh, the whole Chinese high-yield uh, bond market, as um, we've touched on uh, in a few other podcasts. Uh, the massive Chinese property developer Evergrande um, has had some uh, financial problems and um, media have highlighted how close to default um, the company was. And that's, that has reverberated uh, to a variety of other real estate firms. And the entire um, sector has actually now um, come down in terms of valuations and markets are very worried about the credit risk in that. And as a consequence, Um, the yield on that part of the market has spiked um, to the roof. Thanks, Lorenzo. And and you mentioned there, it's it's not just an Evergrande issue. It's it has now spread to to other property developers as well. So, given these moves in the in the wider index, do we need to be worried about the the entire Chinese corporate bond market, or might there still be some? opportunities within well um obviously you know markets uh, are not made of separate buckets there is correlations across different companies and different sectors and uh, a potential default of a grande is certainly scaring and creating potential problems across the board um, however there has been a very strong um, also sentiment contagion and markets um have seen their sentiment being put under pressure by the real estate situation. And that um, also dragged down uh, sentiment towards other sectors that perhaps have um, a low correlation or should have a low correlation with those uh, um, 
with those problems. As a reminder, those problems in the um, real estate sector um, started when the Chinese government has uh, put on some additional restrictions on borrowing uh, and also uh, slowing home sales have played a role in that. Um, and that's, um, that's spread around uh, real estate uh, builders and uh, obviously consumers have had problems with that. So, um, as you say, uh, it's not just an Evergrande problem, it's a pretty broad problem, but that actually um, is not uh, everyone's um, trouble in that uh, there are companies in that Chinese high yield index that are actually um, untouched by that real estate uh, potential collapse or at least a default of uh, one of the largest developers. And we think uh, there are opportunities, especially for active managers within the space um, to select uh, perhaps higher quality um, sub-investment grade bonds or at least companies uh, not at significant risk of default um, and taking advantage of a very high yield of about 20% per annum currently. Uh, that should uh, provide very interesting uh, total returns for long-term investors. And also, you know, we've seen the People's Bank of China, so the Chinese uh, Central Bank, actually be willing to provide some uh, easier financial conditions um, to banks in order to tackle that problem. They have reduced financial institutions' reserve requirements by about um, 0.5%. Uh, that has freed up about 1% plus uh, trillion yuan, which is about 200 billion US dollars uh, worth of liquidity in the banking system. Um, and that should reassure investors that um, um, the real estate uh, problems and potential defaults um, should not have too wide an impact. Thanks very much, Lorenzo, for, for bringing us up to speed with what you're seeing uh, there. and. I look forward to catching up with you next week. Thanks, Michael. Goodbye. For professional advisors only, the views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094, has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom and is an authorised financial services provider pursuant to the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. Your capital is at risk.